This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Sleepaway Camp. You won't be coming home. Castration by donkey. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hot Lana. And I'm Troy. That was a great non sequitur there, Hot Lana. Denny, the dick-biting donkey. Oh, well, now it makes sense. Well, it's better than that drug-doing donkey from uh, Bachelor Party. They're cousins. Yep. I mean, he started out as a sex donkey, but then he did all the drugs and then right. died. The dick biter. He came back, and then now he is Denny the dick biting donkey. Ah. Uh, he gets all the way underneath, man. He'll get everything. Dick balls, all of it. Makes clean you up. Weirdest. Get you nice and nice and trimmed and fresh. Yeah, something like that. Makes the weirdest face the whole time. What's up, Chris? How you doing? You look sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little after that weird conversation. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. That's not the worst conversation we've had on this podcast, Chris. That's true. It might not even be the worst one that happens today. Uh, probably not. Or in my day-to-day life. Because Brett Certainly lives a not. strange life. So, Shut it! Sleep with <laughs> Yes, that's the name of the movie. We all know that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See? If you don't start reading that book, I'm going to rip your skeleton out your mouth. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like an invitation, Brett. The whole skeleton? He does look into it. (laughs) Yes, the whole skeleton. (laughs) All the way from the skull to the the, the, the metacarsal. Metacarsal? Right. Okay, yeah, sure. That's a bone. Is it? No, I don't Close. fucking remember. I'm Meta 39 fucking years old. I haven't been. I graduated in 1998. I don't know. It's close. Fuck you, Doctor Science. Read your book. <laughs> That's Chris's superhero name is Doctor Science. Yeah, it's the most creative one he could come up with. It's well, Doctor PhD was taken, so he had to go with Doctor <laughs> Science instead. Uh. Yeah. Fuck you, Chris. Read your book. I didn't go to science school for eight Uh, years to be called Mr. Science. I really don't understand what part of fuck you, Chris, read the book. I don't. (laughs) Okay. I'll read the book. I don't see where that's in the book. I can see it from here. Okay. Warning. Arawak. Spoilers. (laughs) Forewarning. The synopsis may contain information revealing important plot points. Dot com. Arawak. Go. Yeah, so uh, we start up, and we're treated to some footage of this camp. There's people well, talking weird over music and weird music and talking happens. Don't see a whole lot of kids, mostly just shots of an abandoned camp for a while. Yeah, a guy yeah. threatening to murder kids over a water pail. Oh, yeah, I like that. He's going to kill that kid. <laughs> he has a severe emotional sexual attachment to that water pail. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, as long as it's not the same water pail. Yeah, that'd be weird. I like fire pails. I like grass pails. 
sometimes psychic pails, maybe a dark pail every now and then. Dark pail? <laughs> it's full of dark, obviously. Shut up! Shut up and read the book. <laughs> Shut up, read the book! Line! <laughs> so, we meet up with uh, a family. It's a... Uh, oh, that's the script. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you approved. We have Dad and his two kids, and they're Oh, out. well, now it sounds more creative. Well, I mean, they're, if you want to get really specific, you could say son and daughter. Thank yeah. you. See, put a little effort in like Troy does. Why can't you learn from Troy? I'm putting the least amount of effort into this that I possibly can. You're the least <laughs> amount of effort. It's still more effort than I put into it, to be, to be honest. So anyway, they're out having a good old time on their little sailboat, and they're uh, out on the lake. There's a couple of youths, I don't know, they're somewhere between youths. 15 and 22. Idiot fucking teenagers. Yep. Uh, one of them is a camp counselor? That's idiot fucking teenager one. Yep. And then idiot fucking teenager two wants to let her wants him to let her drive the motorboat while idiot fucking teenager three is behind them water skiing, trying not to water ski as much as possible. Like she's like, Can we stop now? I mean, can, can we stop? I'm I'm kinda done over here and they're just like <laughs> Didn't idiot fucking teenager one say something like, oh, she's having a good time, and then the next shot was she was crying and didn't want to be on water skis anymore? <laughs> yeah. Basically. If only there was some way you could just fucking let go of a thing and not be water skiing anymore. That's true. <laughs> Spoken like a true communist. <laughs> but as, as a doctor of science, I know that no, that's impossible. As doctor science. Yeah, Doctor Science. You're not a doctor of anything, Doctor Science. You're not. Uh, a, you're not an indefinite article, Chris. You're just Doctor Science. You're not a Doctor Science. You're just no, Doctor Science. You don't have a PhD. You didn't go to school for whatever amount of time it requires to be a doctor of something. Doctor you're not even science. like. You're not even a the Doctor Science. You have you're to just roll Dr. your science. eyes and use finger quotes whenever you say his name. That's the only way to say it right. Doctor Science. You know, you no know what maybe Dr. Science. Any of that. <laughs> Inverted commas. Yeah. So anyway. That's your answer for everything. Yeah, for a lot of things. So the uh the speedboat kids. Idiot fucking teenagers. Cool. They uh <laughs> they decide to uh switch positions. Cool! So they go to what, like, uh, to the Feast of Crows or something from, uh, they go from, uh, what is the it, happy cow? cowboy to pile driver. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, they yeah, do that. I, I go Kama Sutra, Brett goes porn, okay, <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> yep, takes all kinds. <laughs> it, uh, turns out that the idiot and, fucking uh, teenager girl who's driving can't master the art of turning the wheel. Idiot fucking teenager. Which I thought was too fucking hilarious. Yeah. Turn the wheel, and like, hold it straight. I mean, and they're just and this this sailboat isn't that far off of the 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 shore. Like, how are we how are we skiing on a sailboat now? This isn't a sailboat. There's a motor on it. And no. no sail. No, the the sailboat that has the the 
father and two children, one being oh. a boy and one being a girl, well, aren't are on I a sailboat stupid. that they managed to tip up. over. Yeah. Not for long, though. And then sorry, the, uh, Troy. Yeah. Shut up, Chris. Yeah, sorry, Troy. Idiot teenager girl is hurtling towards them. Idiot fucking teenager. <laughs> like, even if she didn't, even if she didn't, like, ram that sailboat, like, she would have just run aground, like, a half a second later anyway. Nope, everybody died. Yeah, and so she can't turn the wheel, literally. Like, it's yeah. baffling to watch. <laughs> and so idiot fucking teenager one tries to help by accidentally hitting the throttle up to, like, beyond full. Yeah. So they slowed down to get it to stop. So they're at yeah. ludicrous speed and they hit everybody. <laughs> ludicrous. And well, uh, they hit everybody but one. Yeah. So dad's definitely out. And so is one of the kids. One of children. Yep. Now one of the child didn't survive. And uh cut. Yeah. We cut to future times. Flash forward. Yep. Like five or six years? Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. And uh turns out that remaining child is living with her aunt. Yeah. Angela. Yes. Totally the not doctor. crazy doctor. Who is nutty as a fucking fruitcake. Crazier than Chris, I never thought I would say that, but I kinda wanted more of her in this movie, I'll be honest. She I loved every bit of it. Film. I did too. Like she was she was in a totally different movie. Like, she was acting like she was a crazy person in, like, a 1950s film. And everyone else was like, I'm in an 80s slasher. And she's like, no, I'm in the 50s film. And I'm going to act that way. <laughs> she would have been way. She'd have been right at home in a John Waters movie from the same era. Yeah. Like in Pink Flamingos or some shit. It sure did come out of left field. Or she would have been good, like, in a Lynch movie. Yeah. But she's uh, gearing up her her kid and and Angela to head off yeah. to summer camp. You mean Ricky Bobby, her kid Ricky Bobby? Yeah. And uh, she's like, hey guys, we're ready to go. We got your physicals. That no, I signed. No Don't tell them where they came. The Don't tell anybody right where kids. they came from. But I am a doctor, so it's fine. I'm also a doctor. I'm a doctor. Doctor Science. I told you you're just Doctor Science. You're not a doctor of anything. You're just your name is Doctor Science. Yeah, your first name is Doctor. Your last, last name, name is science. science. I'm still a doctor. No, you're. It's like if I said your name was Cat Dog and you went around telling people you were a Cat Dog. That ain't right. So you're, you're not a Hotlanta. Well, I so am. He just but is Hotlanta. Yeah, see, I I is Hotlanta. That's different. Oh. I is Doctor Science. No, that ain't right. <laughs> yes, you don't, you don't that is say. correct. You is Doctor Science. Okay, Why did you guys put it in a way I could understand? Troy said it was right, so it's right. I mean, <laughs> he said it, not you. So, so I as long, just, as, as long as you introduce yourself as saying I is Doctor Science, nonsense. I think everyone will be okay with that. Okay. So you're saying I should just walk into a room from now on and say I is Ghost Poop Doctor Science? <laughs> of course. Yeah, people will take it more seriously that way. Yes. <laughs> Sorry again, Troy. I didn't know. That's okay. So That's anyway. one of the things you learned graduating in 1996 instead of 1998. That's true. I'm just some dumb kid. I don't know any better. <laughs> you right. kids today. Yeah. yeah, get off my lawn, Brett. I'm sorry, Hot Lana. Who is this, Brett? 
Read your book, nerd. What are you doing over there, sitting thinking about it? Don't think about it. Be about it. Read it. Although it is weird to say that I have two kinds of bread in a glass jar downstairs. No, I'm fine with that. No, that is Go weird. ahead and read no, your book. No, I'm I'm in the weird camp on that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, if we make it to camp, finally, where uh, every, sleep away at? Uh, yeah, they oh. will be sleeping away at it. And we meet up with everybody's favorite character, gross sex pervert monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cook. Because all the kids, when they get off their bucks, apparently your job is just run to the camp. You're not allowed to mosey in any way, shape, or form. And so when they're running by, he says, the, chi- the, the chef says something gross like, look at all those young chickens or something. He calls them baldies. Oh, God. Uh, and, like, everyone kind of chuckles, like, slightly uncomfortably. And then some guy's kind of like, aren't they a little uh-huh, young? And yeah, his response is, you're just too old. And everyone laughs at that. Like, that's funny? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not implied what's happening. Is oh, it? it's just some to catch a predator stuff. It's fine. Yeah. It it would have been more subtle if the guy just would have said, I'm a sex criminal. <laughs> I'm going to put it yeah. in that one. Yeah, I like to have sex with children, and theirs are, those are children. Like I would enjoy having sex with them. That was the original line. They had to, they had to yeah, they, work they on did, that one it, a bit. They, he, he, they shopped it, workshopped it a little bit. He improved it, and they decided to go with this instead. One yeah. guy came out and said, yes, yeah. and, and. I think my character would have a delightful colloquialism for their, their uh, you know, children parts. To be For being <laughs> pu- prepubescent. When Maybe I know. could call them chickens or something. That sounds cool. Or baldies. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do my uh, best to not say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to go all the record. We are, we are stating as a podcast, this dude is gross and disgusting, and we we do not like him. Yeah. Pet her ass, and I genuinely hope that he receives castration by donkey. Yeah. yeah. And he was playing a character, and I still hope bad things happen to that guy. Probably did, yeah. too. I mean, whoever yeah. read the script was like, that's the part for me. I can identify with that. What's my authentic character? Yeah. Or I'd be uh, like, why did you cast me as this guy? <laughs> Hold <Like>. on a <laughs> second. What are you people implying about me? I can't help like, notice any time my lines come up, it says creepy child molester. <laughs> yeah. uh, just want a little clarification on that. that. Right? Oh, God. I was just like, I was watching that just like, I was watching that at 7.30 in the morning on a Sunday going, oh, my God, this is the terrible start to a day. That's when some people are getting ready for church. I kind of wished I was getting ready for church instead of listening to that guy talk about chickens. And uh, anyway, gross, better ass aside, everybody's meeting up with their old friends, uh... Ricky Bobby meets up with his friend, nondescript kid. Wasn't that like his Blondie or something? And uh, oh, Ricky wait. Ricky Schroeder, Schroeder, Ricky Schroeder. Hold on, I am Silver Spoons. Fucking lost. Oh, I know who Ricky Schroeder is. But the, who his well, blonde wait, 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 friend? Who were we calling Ricky Bobby up until this point? Ricky Bobby Ricky. is is the Ricky. brother. Okay, or the cousin. Yeah. They were calling the Angela Angela, the, right? Yeah. Okay. But is, yeah. is it Ricky Bobby and the other one's a different Ricky, right? Yeah, he's Ricky Schroeder. Okay. What is confusing about any of this? <laughs> well, remember all that screaming about sailboats? I thought that I would try to get myself up to speed before I screamed about sailboats again. 
And uh, Ricky Schroeder's like, hey, did you see your your ex-girlfriend, bitchy girl? She's got a nice rack now. You got to check it out. Oh, uh, shitty Judy. Yeah. And uh turns out that Judy, Judy is a terrible <laughs> person. She is shitty. And also, I mean, as an aside... Doesn't really have that impressive of a rack. Like, like that's what like a like a thirteen year old boy would think it was impressive. I guess. Okay, hold on just a second. Just saying. Dial back to what he just said. Nope. And then <laughs> hold on, hold on. Dial back to what he just said, and dial back to what we discussed. And then now you uh, have to make Troy feel like he's a piece of shit too. I guess probably. I would just like what? if you say someone has a nice rack, I'm going to look and see if they have a nice rack and agree or disagree with you based yeah. on that. Chris had me getting on Wikipedia to make sure I wasn't a monster, but I couldn't find out the appropriate information. Not okay. because of like a comment, now, on, not because of a comment on the media size, but a comment and it, during a scene later on when I was like, "Huh, well that's different." And Chris is like, "Oh well, you're a monster. Get on Wikipedia." Fairness, I, I, need I called you. I called Give you a sex con- pervert. I didn't call you a monster. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, we'll get to it. Don't worry. I'll point out the part where he's a sex pervert later. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, if you if you in a movie say someone has a nice rack, I'm going to check it. I'm going to fact check that. That's just the way I am. I fact check stuff. But we may be monsters. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Inadvertently. Can't stress that last part enough. Inadvertently. So it turns out, Angela, she's very shy. She don't talk much. At all. Yeah. I like, uh, feel like literally style. up to this point she has not said anything. And she's getting uh she's not much of a blinker either. Razzed, picked on, bullied, whatever. I don't know what you kids call it now. Bullied. Picked on, razzed, and bullied. And they're at a Prezoid. Uh what? what? That wasn't even a word. You just, are you having a stroke? Are you okay? <laughs> a little go he ahead. To, he was trying to port manteau that and failed. That was terrible. So anyway, they're at a meal time of some sort. Yep. And Angela's not been eaten. So mild mannered muscular man. Mm-hmm. You can call him quadruple M if you wish. I was gonna say I was counting the M's. Let's go with the quadruple in there. So quad M. Quadum. Quadum. Not to be confused with bitems. Quadums. No. No, he lives over there. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So Quantum's is like, hey, man, it's cool. I Maybe get it. Maybe his cousin. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> Every, everything's weird here. You don't like the food? The food kind of sucks. We got the sex pervert dude working in the kitchen, so... <laughs> see if he can get you fixed up. His focus is all fucked up. <laughs> You're lucky there's not real hypnol in the food. Let's go back there and see if we can't find you something. Yeah, I'll send you back to him. He'll fix you up. Find so something to eat. So they're talking to a definite monster. Petter monster. And he's like, uh, hey, she doesn't like... Quad M's like, hey, she don't like the food. Oh, a phone call for me? Hey, you just hang out with this definite fucking sex criminal. (laughs) I gotta go take this phone call. So he takes her to the walk-in. He was barely eyeballing dressing her. And, um... Tries to take his pants off just in case it was huh. it was subtle at first, but they really want to make sure you are aware this guy's a fucking gross monster. Yep. 
then Ricky Bobby. I just thought we just let Chris talk here. We don't say it. <laughs> just keep going, Chris. I just I'm getting on my soapbox about child molesters. <laughs> I know. You got a weird, weird little box. It's like an ivory box for a single bar of soap, so <laughs> I'm he, very he's small. got half the concept. <laughs> so uh, uh Ricky the, Bobby. Ricky Bobby busts in, he's like, Jesus fucking Christ. He cusses them all to pieces. That's his response to every situation. Yeah, Ricky Bobby's pretty great because he does swear all the Ricky time. Ricky Bobby's first scene, laying in bed, opens his eyes. Shit, fuck! So he runs downstairs. Yeah. You wonder halfway through the movie, does this kid have Tourette's? Because it seems like he just kind of swears. Is he Tourette's? Is he 27? <laughs> Is he like a, a 60, like a 50-year-old guy in a 13-year-old body? Like, what's going on here? Has he got that Webster business? That Webster business. Is that the medical <laughs> term, Dr. Science? Yep. <laughs> that Webster business. That classic, classic ailment people have. <laughs> I'm sorry to inform you. You have a bad case of that Webster business. Webster business. <laughs> yeah, you know, Gary Coleman had that. It looks like it's terminal. But on the plus side, a nice Greek couple will adopt you. Yeah. You get a sitcom. Oh. Yep. Dead secret passages behind clocks. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway. I dug a bunch of tunnels around Chris's house with a spoon. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So Except Ricky Bobby uh, now. storms into the walk-in and uh, manages to get threatened with murder and escapes with Angela. Yep. And pervert sex monster comes out and is like buckling up his pants as mild-mannered muscle man comes back from his phone calls like, hey, what's going on, guys? Nothing. Yeah, nobody was pulling anybody's dick out if that's what you're asking. I just had to unbuckle my pants and rebuckle them because they were uncomfortable. So when do we get to see him make corn in a stock pot the size of a fucking water heater? Right now! Perfect. <laughs> I've worked in numerous kitchens, and I don't know that I've ever used a stock pot the size of a water heater. Yeah, this so is So go ahead, Chris. Size yeah. and shape of one. I think it literally yeah. was like a water heater that I they think, repurposed. I was going to say, maybe they <laughs> just like ripped all the guts out of a water heater and like, oops, stock pot now. Yeah, this pot is so big that a grown man has to stand on a chair to see it see into it on a stove. It's fucking like four and a half feet tall. It's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. So he's uh, making enough corn to kill several people. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think it's gonna take a lot like to overdose on corn, I guess. Let's just I mean, say Smokey can, would be fed for quite a while. You can overdose on water. Surely you can overdose on corn. So You're eating corn? Look into that. No, I'm not. So, he's cooking this giant corn pot, an unseen mystery person. Well, in fairness, you're cooking the corn in the pot. You don't actually cook a pot. Oh. You got me on that one, I guess. Well played. <laughs> I gotta get him in when I can, you know what I mean? Yep. Because I fuck up a lot. So, uh, somebody basically... Makes him lose his balance on the chair, and he pulls over the corn pot, burning himself terribly, and screaming for what seems like 45 goddamn minutes. Yeah, he's yelling a lot about something. What's and, like, problem? his, like, burns, like, pustules, like, 
pulse and ooze. It's pretty it's, good. Like it's gross but awesome. Pretty solid effect. And uh thank God he is in horrible pain, probably for the foreseeable future, and is gone forever. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they like make a point of saying how terribly burnt and like pin pain that guy is. It's great. And uh the 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 owner I guess comes in and the he's like hey. man with the plaid pants and the cigar. Yeah, and he's like, Hey guys, you know what? This is cool. This is fine. Don't worry cool. about it. I'll pay you more money. Just don't tell anybody that he got burned alive. Yeah, like we don't want anyone knowing anyone knowing that someone got hurt here because they'll shut us down. Fifty dollars a week. Hey, fifty dollars a week in nineteen eighty three money, that ain't bad. That's no, that's like almost one hundred and fifty bucks extra a week. So uh, we're treated to some scenes afterwards of the the. There's some uh, camp pranks like the sit up and a uh, guy's butt trick. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> I saw that comment as soon as they were like, "You're not gonna be able to sit up no matter what. You have to just try as hard as you can." Like, oh, his face is going in some guy's butt. The kid did, but yeah, but when it happened, he just kind of gently rose up into the kid's ass. So. Well, I mean, like, you would have thought that take, if he would, had to put that much it would take, to it and not at least like knock the other kid forward. It would take quite the uh, the commitment to that role to that role to just just slam your face into some kid's butt as over and over again. Only possible for like fifteen shots. Chris did it; he can do it. Yes, and <laughs> and or or. I do like awkward silence. Yep. Now I'm just trying to find out how old Judy was in the movie so I can feel less like a monster. Good luck. I tried. <laughs> that, that is true. This is the second person I've seen do this today. Because <laughs> I don't want to be a monster. There's not a whole lot of information, bud. Um, oh, well. There's a sports ball game where they play sports ball and they yell at each other. And, uh, is that, is that the volleyball sports ball game? No, it's the baseball sports ball. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where I did like that line where he's like, hey, Ricky Bobby, eat shit and die. And Ricky Bobby's like, you know what, dude? Eat shit and live. <laughs> and I was like, actually, yeah, that's kind of, I kind of like that one. That's a, that's about 13-year-old clever, but it works. The kid that uh, smashed his face into that kid's butt, his name was Mozart. That comes up later. Yeah, sure. he had like a, and he had like a magical, like, immaculate reception catch to like, to, to end the game. In that sweet 1983 video boxing game. And then he just passes out from the effort of running like 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. He's got to rest up for more <laughs> video boxing. And, and one dude had a shirt that was more not shirt than shirt. It was pretty good. It was it was a solid third of a shirt. Yeah, he was it, hairy. It was hot out. I mean, his nipples were covered, so that was something, I guess. It was like a tube top, but a t-shirt. It was weird. All of Chris's <laughs> shirts only cover his nipples. Well, it's better than them only covering everything but his nipples. Got a couple of those. Yeah. Those are only for special occasions, like weddings and bar mitzvahs. Funerals. <laughs> and baptisms. Yeah, you got to be classy. Yeah, as a doctor science, I know these things. You mean as doctor science? Yes, I do mean that. Doctors in optometry. Not even that. No. Nope. No. And then, uh, you're a vet. Oh yeah, and so like they they bet like 
a dollar a run or something, and the kids are all like, what are you going to do with all your winnings? I'm going to buy a Corvette. Yeah. That being the most expensive car at the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They hadn't invented Rolls Royces yet. And uh, later on... Or Aston Martin DB5s. Not yet. Nope. Skylines. They had a time travel one back to, to do Goldfinger. Later on in the evening, all the kids are hanging out at the wreck lodge or whatever. That and, big open room with nothing but wood benches? Well, it was the mess hall, but they had just put all the benches and tables to the side to open it up to kind of be a dance? Was that supposed to be a dance? <clears throat> I think it was supposed to be something of that nature, but it sure was a lot of kids just sitting there. And there was no music, which also I think probably didn't help the dancing much. Chris dances a lot to no music. It's weird. He makes me watch. I have tinnitus, but instead of hearing a buzz, I just hear goodbye horses all the time. <laughs> and every once in a while, the Macarena. Yeah. yeah. It's, real, yeah. See, it's real weird. Chris doesn't dance like no one's watching. Chris dances like no one's playing music. <laughs> Whenever yeah. they switch, it kind of plays both at the same time. Hey, crying over you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. Penis. I. I know. I'd fuck me. We know. We know. That's one. That's one. We have one. So many times. So anyway, a bunch of the jerk kids from Jerk Cabin, because all the jerk kids are in that jerk cabin. Yeah. It's very spicy in Jamaican over there. Pod C is for jerks. I was going to say jerk. Sounds like it stinks. And they decide no. that they're going to go ask Angela if she wants to get naked and go uh, skinny dipping. Because right now they have like 15 guys who want to go skinny dipping and like three girls. And also considering that Angela hasn't spoke nor blinked throughout the entire picture, she's probably not going to want to get nude in front of a bunch of strangers. Entire picture? Are you, are you pitching a fucking script in 1933? Yeah, I am. Maybe I am. Hey, check out this picture we got. <laughs> It's one of them talkies you guys are hearing about. Oh, there's something. There it is. The dames, you won't believe the dames we got for this. Next time they you crack gams. wise. Gams for miles. You're going to catch electrical tape. It's one of them moving pictures with sound. It's a talkie. Anyway. So uh, everybody goes and harasses Angela. And oh, like, were you guys talking to me? And they're like, hey, I'm you want to get naked? And she doesn't talk. And then they get real mad. And they start bullying her. And then Ricky Bobby jumps to her rescue. He yep. calls them all cock-sucking pieces of shit. That might yeah, be like, a direct quote. I mean, this, I think this kid wrote Deadwood is what it is. Yeah, like, definitely. Right? Like, that's, that's what happened. Like, this act, this character, like, went on to the future and wrote Deadwood. It's so, uh... Everybody gets into a little tussle, and uh, his friend Ricky Schroeder, there you go, goes to meet up with Angela, and she's like, "He's like, hey man, that really sucked. The way everybody is horrible. Let's just talk a little bit, blah blah, talking stuff." Well, I gotta go. Good night. And then she says good night back, and it's the first time she talks. Yep. And she sounds like a normal human being. And then we cut to the lake where all of the uh, jerk guys are out hanging out with uh, the ladies. With their water snakes. And they're like, hey, you want to get naked and go swimming in the lake? And the girls are like, uh, no. 
Why would and the guys like, that? well, what if we get naked and jump into the lake first, and then you can come join us? And they're like, they're like no. no they're like, too late, guys. We're getting naked and jumping in the lake. You heard him. Take off your pants, boys. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys convinces one of the girls to go get in the canoe so he can tip it over. Yeah, I'm not sure like where what his play was there. To piss him off. Yeah, canoe, tip it over, question mark, profit. Aggravate. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, he tips over the canoe. She swims off. And he's like, well, better go under the tip canoe and hang out and yell for her? Yep. Yeah. Probably come back. He was hoping it would, you know, like project his voice outward somehow. Through the water. The yeah. water's like a speaker. Yeah, because, you know, water transmits sound better than air, Chris. True. Stupid. Don't well, you know nothing about anything? No, I've been knocked down a peg. One whole peg. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got too many more to go. And uh, somebody pops up under the canoe and uh, drowns him. First trouble. You know, for being a dick. Ugh. And uh, everybody else just kind of throws a bunch of folding chairs into the lake and goes home after that. Yep. They're like, eh, don't worry about him. He's just out of those stuff or whatever. Fuck him. Throw him a chair. Throw him a couple of chairs. And uh, I think it's uh, Quad M the next morning is pulling folding chairs out of the lake. Yeah, and cursing up a storm. Like, he's like, what the the, fuck? Why the fuck? Pulling some out of the lake, throwing some back into a lake. And... I was confused. And he uh, finds I, uh, a dead kid. Yep, and a snake comes out of his mouth, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. Because they've been talking about water snakes the whole time. And uh, the cops show up, and Chris's favorite snake is a trouser snake. Oh, good one. That was, that was good. Shut up! Oh, man, I heard that one on the microphone. <laughs> that was pretty loud. I don't know how you did that. But... <laughs> that echo. How did you get that to echo? I don't, because I'm loud as hell. I guess. So the cops show up. Sorry, anybody listening on headphones. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to really suck. ha, ha, ha. So the cops show up and the other guy's like, hey, yeah, he just drowned, right? This isn't going to get me sued. He just drowned, right? Sign off on it now. 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 Sign whatever papers exist for this. And the cop's like, really, dude? I just make sure that nobody crosses the crime scene. I'm not the medical examiner. Accident! You heard him. You heard him. He said it's cool. I'm not culpable. I'm not culpable. And he just runs <laughs> off. Uh. And then uh, we're, we're treated to uh, one of the camp counselors and uh, Shitty Judy picking on Angela because yeah, I guess... the they, Meg. Yeah, the Meg. Yeah. Because I guess that... Shut that up, Meg. The owner goes to, like, uh, some sort of asylum and says, I want the ones that hate kids. I want to give them <laughs> jobs over the summer to take care yeah. of kids. Yep. <laughs> so they, uh, they're real mean to her. Well, they're playing volleyball. Yeah. And the and counselor lady is like, hey, if you're going to play volleyball, don't talk to fucking anybody, you fucking piece of shit. Just fucking sit there. Fuck you. Seems reasonable. And yeah, because Ricky Schroeder's there, like, spitting game at her. Trying to get her to go to the dance with him. Did he She's like, mad. 
She's like, don't we have to go to the dance? Like, don't we like have to go to the dance? She's like, yeah, but I want you to go to the dance with me. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so they go to the dance later, and they uh, they have, you know, a romantic interlude. Not yet. He, what, Ricky is this when he surprises her with the kiss? Yeah. And uh, Angela don't look super into it. Mostly scared. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, eh, I don't know about this. I'm going to go back to my cabin now. Bye. And uh, the next day, they're hanging out by the lake. And Ricky Schroeder's like, hey, man, sorry about all that, if it's weird or whatever. And she's like, ah, I just wasn't ready, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh... Shitty Judy and, uh, the Meg show up? Yeah, and they're like, hey, what's the matter? You know why swimming, you fucking fucking fuck? Is this when, uh, is this when Brett said something about Judy? No, this is the second time that happens. (laughs) Wait, because I only said one thing one time. Uh, the first time. I don't understand what you've said. The first time, the Meg just shakes her, and the other girls counselor comes up and is like, "Hey, I don't know. Maybe don't scream at the kids and shake them real hard. You fucking sociopath." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she gets into trouble with uh, the the boss man, old Black man. Pants. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Shitty Judy gets all mad, and she tries to get all the other girls in the cabin against uh, Angela because cause she got that girl in trouble because of the way she shook her and swore at her. That's clearly her fault. <laughs> yep. She have also, Angela won't shower with the other right. girls. Yeah. Because, obviously, she's hiding something. Yeah, I mean, because if you don't shower with us, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to see us shower? I mean, that's it's kind of a weird implication to ask why won't you shower with us? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's like I remember being that age, and that was not not high on my list of things I wanted to do was get naked with a bunch of people my age. I also wouldn't be like, dude, why aren't you getting naked with us? What's your problem? Like, yeah. that's that's a weird question to ask anybody. I did the opposite. I just went around asking everyone why weren't they naked. Why aren't we naked right now, boys? <laughs> you guys aren't? The classic Hotlanta quote. That's yeah, how he signed I mean, my yearbook. I mean, the <laughs> listeners can't tell if we're naked or not, so it's okay. Boy, I can. Spoilers, I am wearing a third shirt. <laughs> but it's not the third you think. Nope. It's like the middle. You can see his nips and his belly button, but there's like... <laughs> It's like I took a tube top and I'm wearing it like a cummerbund. It's a tube top wearing it like a total whore around, you know, like his midsection. Yeah. He's got to show off all of his sexy bits that way. He's all belly button and nips, all the sexy parts. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over Goodbye Horses playing in my head. (laughs) And now it's the other one. Hi. So, so, uh, later on, there's, uh, Jerk kids are all up throwing water balloons at people on top of a cabin. And, and they, they hit one at Angela. They hit Angela. They hit Angela. With the water balloon. With the water balloon. And Ricky Bobby and, flips out. 
Yeah, he like goes full like Andrew Dice Clay on them. Cock sucking fucking pieces of stupid fucking shit. Yeah, that's pretty close. And Mark George Carlin, maybe. And uh, the other guy. Shit sucking. Uh huh. What? So the other guy shows up and he's like, "Whoa, you guys get down from there because I seriously can't afford another lawsuit at this point. Like, huh. there's so many dead, so many dead people here." Plus, right you like threw a water balloon. You could put her eye out with that, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, what kind of water balloons are you? Are you thinking of bricks? Well, what <laughs> you got to do is you got to put razor blades in the water balloons. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, get cut. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. That way they makes pop sense. when they hit. Otherwise, it'll hurt. And uh, the instigator of the water balloon incident has to take a, uh, quote, wicked dump, end quote. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're from, like, the New Jersey, New York area. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Also the 80s. So, yeah, he heads to the dumpetarium. The crap the, shack? The, That's where your poops come out. The turlet. And he's uh, reading a magazine and uh, taking a wicked dump. In the commode. And somebody cuts open the uh, screen. But first they put a wooden dowel through the handle of the door so that he can't open his door. Don't yeah. be skipping fucking steps, Chris. And they drop yeah. a hornet's nest oh, yeah. full of bees. Yeah. <laughs> They had a really hard time getting all those bees into that hornet's nest, but you know what? When you're dedicated to something, you'll get it done. And uh, turns out these are some kind of crazy mutant monster bees. Acid Ac- lava? Yeah, acid lava like venom bees. Because they sting him a whole bunch, and finally he breaks out and collapses, and his skin is like bubbling and... Fire engine red and yeah. inches off his original skin level and. Meanwhile, the bees are just kind of like gently crawling all over him, sucking up all the sugar liquid they've put on him or on that dummy to make them to make them attracted to it. And uh, yeah, and I will say uh, that was definitely not a bee's nest, but those were definitely honeybees in that shot. So uh, bee guy, he dead. All the way dead to the floor. And so, uh... I don't see that in the book. Oh, sorry. You want me to show you? <laughs> yeah, He's man. just ad-libbing. And so, uh... And so, uh... Wait, I don't remember what's going on. Uh, so... They have... A social now? Ice cream or box? Why not both? Uh, I'm not sure. They don't state it. They just call it asocial. And I'm not going. Oh wait, well, no, no. This is um. Oh, they play capture the flag now. Now, first, okay, I remember. Yeah? No? So first, okay. what happens is the owner guy becomes convinced that Ricky Bobby is secretly murdering everybody to fuck him over. Because that because, is the only rational explanation. It's going well, because more so much. Yeah. That's why he's a killer. Yeah, I mean, because he, yeah, because he's there. He he just cursed at everybody who has died, basically. And uh, Angela and uh, Ricky Schroeder head down to the beach for some heavy petting. Yep. 
But uh but, Angela doesn't doesn't want to go all the way. Nope, she has a flashback to um her dad and her I'm I guess it's probably his brother in law in some way. Uh in bed together, stroking each other's faces like tenderly while the kid the little kids like her and her brother like giggle at them because it's I guess they think it's funny it's two dudes in the in bed together, even though it's not shot in a funny way, it's shot in a nice kind of tender loving way, which they for nineteen eighty three is pretty amazing. So now it's a uh, capture the flag. Day. Out of left field it is. Yep. And uh Chitty Judy decides that the best way to get back at Angela for whatever reason she needs getting back at is to steal away Ricky Schroeder. You got to put the moves on him. So she takes him off in the woods to make out, I guess. And this is about when I thought when I had to find out if I was a monster or not. You are. And uh but maybe not for that. We don't no, know. No, just in general. The other 15 yeah. reasons. Yeah. Check out my new Netflix series, 15 Reasons Why. It's all about <laughs> the reasons Brett is a monster. <laughs> Chris records a bunch of tapes explaining why, reason why one, Brett's a monster. Reason one, Chris. <laughs> yeah, reason one, all of 1997. <laughs> it was a bad year. So, uh, anyway, Ricky Schroeder's off making out in the woods, and Angela and Ricky Bobby are broken off from the team because they're going to sneak through the woods to capture the flag, guerrilla style. Yeah, it's a foolproof plan. Foolproof. And she sees them making out, and then she gets all mad. I don't know why. And then later on, Ricky Schroeder catches up with her, and he's like, Hey, I know it looked like I was making out with some broad. I wasn't kissing her, she was kissing me. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, solid defense, dude. That'll hold up. Yep. I I didn't even like it. Yeah. (laughs) What other shitty things could he have said? Yeah. I was thinking about you the whole time. Yeah. We were on a break, whatever. It's not, it wasn't cheating because she reminds me of you. There were different time zones. It was my birthday, it doesn't count. (laughs) It was a leap year. Yeah. I had direction. I'm a 13-year-old boy. What do you expect from me? My boner happened. Alex Jones' boner happened. <laughs> because I took the pills. I, I took these pills, <laughs> the cloud people, etc. So anyway. Anyway. Later that day, Meg and Shitty Judy show up. And they decide that uh, Angela has to go swimming no matter what. It's very important. Even if she hates water and has a severe fear of drowning. Yeah. She still has to get in there and drown. Yeah, shut up about your fucking trauma, you baby. Yeah, wants to go drown or something. And so the Meg, who I will remind you is a goddamn camp counselor at this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Picks her up over her shoulder and drags her to the lake and throws her the fuck in it. Like you do. They gotta learn. If you're a monster. And, uh... I mean, is water wet? Uh... Or does the water get her instead? Or does the water get her instead? Whoa, man. You're really blowing my mind, man. 
I might be a giant. So uh, Ricky Bobby sees this, and he tries to run off to help. But uh, the owner guy's like, hey, you ain't going nowhere. I'm on to you, murder boy, with your swear words, and you're ruining everything. Yeah, you said fuck, you kill people. <laughs> and he, uh, he manages to break away to go save Angela. But Quad M gets her out, and he tries to take her away. And then a bunch of kids just throw shit at her for reasons. Because they're haters. They're shitty. And so, uh, it's the big social tonight. So everybody's getting ready. Uh, there's a big line for the shower. Because Meg, uh... The Meg has a date with owner guy who is old enough to be her... Grandfather? Grandfather? Yeah. And she's excited about it. It's not like, ugh, I'm just doing this to get, like, head counselor job... No, she's, like, excited to be, like, going on a date with this guy. Which I guess does explain how she has a fucking job, even though she's the goddamn worst at it. Because I love him! And she's, uh, she's getting all ready to go. There's too long of a line at the cabin she's staying in, so she goes to one of the abandoned cabins. Yeah, because so many people have died at the camp now that they had to consolidate down into a fewer number of cabins. To keep the cabins, like, more than one or two people to a cabin. And she's, uh, she's singing her get ready to have sex with an old man song. Yep. In the shower, which I thought was fucking hilarious for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, she gets fucking stabbed in the back. Literally. Through the, through the shower wall. Yeah. And gets sliced all the way down. It's like a reverse uh, candy man. Yes. She did. Yeah. And, uh, owner guy heads over to the the dance, and he's like, hey, man, I was supposed to be boning down with Meg. What's Where's up? The hot date? And there, the Meg. everybody's like, ha gross. We don't know where she is. Also <laughs> gross. And he's like, well, I better go bust into several girls' cabins unannounced and, uh, well, I mean, he technically does own all these cabins, so they're his property. He can just walk in whenever he wants to, right? Well, if a guy owns a hotel, can he just kick down the doors whenever he wants to? I don't know. I, I don't know what the law says, but I'm going to assume that he's in the right, because otherwise Chris, he'd be liable. Say? Well, among other things that I am known to be, I am also a, Into the damn law! a known property lawyer. <laughs> Noted property lawyer, Dr. Science. Yeah. I know it's misleading because it says doctor, but that's just my name. Uh, yeah, you can do that, sure. Sounds okay, good. Okay, that's the law. Back to your book. According to uh, legal precedent, some guy versus this other dude. <laughs> like, bust in on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. I, the Supreme day. Court said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading the books. I go to legal test legaltext.tk where I get all my legal paperwork. <laughs> and that's what it said. It said, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. That's all it yeah. says and it's blinking the whole time. And what's weird is that's what it always says when you enter stuff into the search <laughs> bar. Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It also it redirects you to tick.tk. Yeah. I've only got two portoviruses from going there. <laughs> It's never just one of the three. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever, every time. Yeah. 
Chris also makes 10, 10 second music videos and posts them online. That's also hey, true. He's ranked number six on TikTok. <laughs> I am. No, it's TikTok TK for him. He, he can't afford TikTok. Yeah, you think I'm made of money? You gotta use poor man's free TikTok. I'm not a real doctor. I'm just named doctor. No, you have a doctor. We established that. I have a lawyer though. A fucking good yeah. lawyer piece of shit. So if anybody noted, has any property, noted property dispute, lawyer. You just let me know. I got you. The answer is yeah, probably sure, whatever. <laughs> I like it. So anyway, the uh, the owner guy finds the Meg, and she dead, and he's like, well. That tears it. Ricky Bobby's a murder machine. He's yep. poor. He killed somebody. I he's better hide me. Down. He's denied me boner access, so uh, we're going to have to take him out. And uh, at this point, a lot of stuff happens kind of well, simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, Shitty Judy is waiting in a cabin for someone to show up. I mean, I'm not sure she even knows who it's going to be. I think she probably just wrote in the voice bathroom for a good time, come to cabin X. Yeah. Any port in the store, that's shitty Judy's motto. Yep. And uh, as she's waiting for some dude, one of the guys has taken the kids that threw stuff off on a camping trip that night. Uh, Everybody else is at the dance. Uh, Ricky Bobby... Shows up because he wants some delicious candy. But he shows up late. Like, he's like, the social has ended by the time he shows up. And the kid's like, I was busy doing something. I forget what. And the guy's like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Go on and get some candy. And so, uh, let's see. Uh, The kids who are camping, the counselor guy with them, took one of them back because he's got a bad case of the shit pants or something. The the flaming shits. Shit pants. And so uh, he leaves all the other kids out in the woods. Uh, the other guy catches up with Ricky Bobby and just beats the shit out of him in the woods. Like yep, ground and pound style, both fists. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he uh, even like he paint paintbrush slaps him a couple times too. It's a classic opening MMA move. I do love yep. a good paintbrush slap. Yeah. <laughs> He does a double leg takedown to a paintbrush slap to a ground and pound. <laughs> like you do. He learned that from Dave Bautista. And uh, so he's beating a kid to death in the woods. Uh, Quad M shows up. And he's like, guys, I don't want to alarm anybody, but uh, you know how a lot of people have been murdered? Turns out people are being murdered. Yeah. The cops well, we just shitty- informed me. We still have to deal with Shitty Judy, though. Yeah, well, Shitty Judy is uh, in the cabin, and uh, she apparently got a glass jaw because one shot from Mystery Person, and she's down for the count. And Mystery Person grabs the hair curler and uh, implied sticks it in her where it doesn't belong? Better she gave her a pinch on the Johnny with it. But this is where we learned a, a special fact about Chris, right, Brett? I think so. This is where I learned that Chris has Chris was born with a freak genetic mutation where his pubes grow straight. Oh yeah, yeah. We got to talk about Chris's pubic hairs and buttholes yep. for a while. And so, <laughs> what? And so, so this is where Chris revealed that he, he he's used a, a curling iron down there before because he likes to curl his pubes to seem more normal. 
He likes to fit in with the rest of society. Yep. I don't like to. He has to. Yeah. He's got to get a high-powered yeah. job where he has to You guys think you're so fucking cool with your normal pubes. <laughs> fucking pube-shaving <laughs> Where do you work where you have to show your pubes? <laughs> Wait. I think he's just worried about them accidentally <laughs> being seen, so he has okay. to keep them curled at all times. Yeah. What, say you're in the bathroom. Okay. And like most people in the bathroom, you spun around four or five times with your dick out. Four or five. That's early in the day. Well, yeah. Right, that's how you do it. You gotta, you gotta prime the pump, right? I get at least like ten, fifteen good spins at night. But yeah, sure, morning time, whatever. I and then somebody sees your straight pubes, and they're like, "Why you're monster?" Yeah. And then you're like, "What do you do?" Curl them up. Exactly. Stick your finger in an electric socket yeah. like a man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going back to Idaho anymore because shit got weird. Does everybody in Idaho have straight pubes? No, that was the problem. Oh, they all have cur- well. No, you see, the short uh-huh. curlies. Everybody. <laughs> see, Chris feels attacked when everyone any anytime anyone says short and curlies. Yeah. You need a safe space. I mean, no, that's why I got a, a good little curly iron. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Why are we talking about this then? I don't know. You assholes brought it up. <laughs> no, he brought it up. I said you're I just- asshole. I just thought it'd be edifying for our audience if they found out your secret shame, Chris. I mean, I don't understand the problem here. I mean, yeah, it's it's honestly the least shameful thing that's come out. <laughs> Probably that is the true. least shameful part of Chris, I will tell you. That sitting here about two feet away from him, that is the best part. And they're out. They're right there. They always are. Yep. They're they like curly, though, ain't they? Just like the first couple <laughs> rows I'll tell you, they're curly. The I don't want to tell you, but I'll tell you, they're curly. I buy nothing but low-rise jeans just so I can have that little little band hanging out. And by low, <laughs> I mean he buckles them just above the knee. Yeah. <laughs> and he always has his third shirt on. Yep. So you got you got to accentuate, you know. Yeah, you have to draw the eye down. Uh, oh, you're just checking out my totally normal pubes, huh? <laughs> you guys got them too. All right. They sure are like everybody else's, I'd say. Uh. Takes all kinds. They're, they're very curly, are they not? This will be funny when we all have dementia. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, apparently they uh, they had filmed like a shot of uh, Chitty Judy's dead body, but it was too graphic for the set for uh, like the MPAA, so they had to cut it. Which hey, I can only imagine this involved like a big burn, like in her crotch. Yeah. So, uh, now the cops have warned about the murders being caused by a murderer. Go figure. Who else causes them? Uh, people who cause murdidly erdlers, I believe, is who else causes murdidly erdlers. So, uh, the counselors all split up to go look for the missing kids. But at least they use the buddy system. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Pair up! And, uh, the cop has... The fakest fucking mustache I've ever seen in possibly my entire life ever. He was it wasn't paid played by Pablo Schreiber. What? Porn stash. Brett gets it. Orange is the new black. Nah, he don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. You have to watch Orange is the New Black, Brett. Yes, sir. At least the first few seasons. So, uh. A couple of the counselors find uh, Ricky Bobby, 
But he's not dead. He's just beat up real bad. Yeah. Uh, he's practically unconscious. The one counselor who took the kid with the poops comes back to the rest of the kids who are camping. And I, I think they're supposed to be dead. We watched this on legit VHS, so it was fucking hard to tell what that was supposed to be. It looked like wax. A big I watched wax. it streaming on Shudder, and I couldn't tell what those were supposed to be. If they were supposed to be body parts... Or, like, a sleeping bag that had just been cut up into, like, thirds with people inside of them? I don't know. It legit but, looked like just candles had been melted. One theory was it was all of Shitty Judy's old condoms. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of our working but, theories. But whatever it was, it made the camp counselor puke. Yeah. Big old pile of Shitty Judy spent condoms. Yes, sir, I'd puke, too. Meanwhile, Angela and Ricky Schroeder are heading down to the lake, and Angela's ready to go all the way. Oh, yeah. And, oh, what's uh, that going to be? Ricky Schroeder's like, all right, I'm into this. <laughs> I think. He's like, I'm finally going to go to Pound Town. All the way. And, down uh, to Pound Town. Yeah, to okay. Pound Town. You know, like that song they played at the roller rink? I'm sorry. Why'd you stop? What's your problem? Don't you know what you're doing? No. Are we flashing back now? Yes. The lake we come across this couch. Yes. The... <laughs> no, not again. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to see that again. You, you didn't even say it on purpose, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you just said it. Yeah, I know. Just be an <laughs> asshole. Bidems thought it was funny. That's for you, buddy. So anyway, as the uh, the counselors come across the couch, <laughs> Angela, we're treated to a flashback with crazy Dr. Ant, who is the best. Yes, indeed. I mean, what would think? And she's uh, like, well, glad you're here. We'll take care of you now. That your dad died. I've always wanted a daughter, and since, and since you know, my husband's never going to give me a daughter, <laughs> I'm going to have you. And I it, already have a son and two sons. Well, that just won't do. Yep. So congrats, you're a girl now, Peter. It's like, what? And uh, so Angela who apparently now has the severed head of Ricky Schroeder, makes a weird face and stands up, and we're treated to probably what this movie is known for. If it wasn't in this movie, we probably wouldn't have watched this because none of us would have knew that Sleepaway Camp existed and it probably wouldn't have multiple sequels 30, 40 years later. Nope, but she has a dick. She has a dick. Yeah. She was a boy. Because she's really Peter. And in fairness... It is, it is an unsettling picture. It's a pretty fucked up scene to make a hell of a wallpaper for your computer. I'll tell you that. It's it's very uncanny valley because like that face is frozen in a really weird expression, like a silent scream that doesn't look quite right, and the skin on the face doesn't match the skin of the body, and the, the tongue. Time, there's some kind of pulses. weird growling going on in the background. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it doesn't sound like, like it's coming from Angela, but. 
the least there. disturbing part of the scene is that she has a dick. Like, I mean, that's kind of like, oh, okay, she has a dick. That's fine. But, oh, my God, what is going on everywhere else in this scene, in this shot? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, penis, whatever. What's going on north of the equator, though? What is with literally everything that's happening up there? Yeah, that tongue pulsing really just kind of, like, just really squicked me out. And it's like it, it's like there's no neck on it. Like, the head is too low, and the shoulders are up really high. It is, it is fucking weird. It, yeah, it, it gets you right. Like, if you, if you have a sensitivity to Uncanny Valley stuff like I kind of do... It will like send a shiver down your spine. It is not normal. And that's it. It's unnatural looking. That's for true. Weird hold on this crazy image, and that's the movie. And apparently, at the end of the credits, they just stick it on for their ten seconds for the hell of it. Yeah, just for fun. Just you know, yeah. in case that didn't haunt your goddamn nightmares yet. Did we rewind the <laughs> tape yet? Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> Because Brett wanted to see it again, apparently. Damn right. I mean, I'm sorry, Hot Lantern wanted to see it again. A different series of words. And that was Sleepaway Camp. Hot Lana? What? Thoughts? I got a few. Not many, but... Pertaining to this movie. Oh. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris and Troy. Kidding! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we all know I like slashers, so... This was a slasher. It was cool. If it wasn't for those last few seconds with the penis, like I said in my rant before, we wouldn't know this movie existed today, probably. It would have drowned out with all the other watered-down slashers. That being said, it was a slasher, but it was kind of watered down. All the actors, the teenagers were all pretty good. They acted like teenagers. You know, Shitty Judy was shitty. That kid swore a lot. Even <laughs> Peter was played the a best. Good, huh? Ricky Bobby swearing was the best. Yeah, Ricky Bobby was pretty great. Peter asked me, you know, you hate that guy, so that's good character development, I suppose. Uh, eh, I'd watch it. If you've never seen it before, I would totally watch it. I guess if you've listened to this, then you kind of know the whole huzzah about this movie twist. and why it, the twist, I guess, as I have said so many other times and forgot to say that this time. It is kind of lame when you know the twist, sure, but if you want to make sure you've seen all the slasher movies ever, watch this one. It's lit, fam. You gonna blink at me or talk about the movie? Why not both? That's what you're doing. This, uh... This is, uh, I guess required viewing... Is the best way I can put it. It has a place in history. A well-deserved place because the last scene of this movie is probably one of the more unsettling things. And I don't think they meant for it to be. But even now, so many years later, that still is just one of the weirdest things. Well, I think they meant for like the fact that she was a boy to be unsettling. I don't think they meant for everything else that makes it unsettling to be the unsettling part. Yeah, you could you could do it waist up, and it still is just weird in such a way. It's weird in a way that this movie just wasn't capable of. It's got to be an accident. <laughs> yeah. The when they go for it. 
it's pretty good. All the gore scenes are pretty solid for yeah. what is obviously a pretty low budget flick. Like the guy's burns are real the gross Peter looking. Peter burns are pretty great. Whenever anybody gets murdered, it's pretty gross looking. And it's really just that last shot that elevates this from just another run-of-the-mill cash grab in the 80s to something that really will stick with you. Is it worth it just for that last scene? I don't know. You could do a better slasher movie, but... 84 minutes, man, that's pretty good for the payoff. If you're just trying to fill out your bingo book on horror movies, this is one you got to get. I mean, it ain't no Texas Chainsaw, but it earned its place in history, I guess. It's a modern classic, sure. I, or it's not mine. I give it a... I, I'll give it a yeah. Watch it. It ain't the best of its genre, but it does enough stuff on the way that at least it's nominally entertaining except for the middle is a little saggy. Just like Chris. Ha <laughs> ha. Troy? Um, so I, I, I like the beginning because like pedo chef gets his comeuppance as he should. Cause he was really gross. Uh, I always like when the really gross people get their comeuppance. So that was good. The ending, um, I mean, I think a lot of people probably would describe this movie as problematic because of the ending. I try to have a different read on it. Um, just the fact, like, and I think it's because of that, that, like, gay love scene that's just kind of randomly thrown in there that's just done, like, they get shot, like, a romantic scene between two people. Like, they're just in bed, stroking each other's faces, like, and it's not silly. It's not, like, gratuitous. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, these two dudes were in love and it's, it kind of like makes it feel like it's okay. So I feel like this movie was at least in some ways kind of progressive for its time. And I mean, I know a lot of people say this movie's transphobic. I do like to, I did. This is my first time watching it, honestly, but it did kind of occur to me that Angela isn't trans because she didn't, she didn't choose how to present she is forced to present as a girl uh, by by her aunt. So, like, she's all kinds of fucked up because she's presumably cis, forced to present as trans. And I think a lot of people, most people would be like, no, that's, that's fucked up that you have to, you know, that she's forced to present that way. But that also means conversely, it's fucked up for trans people to be forced to present cis is I think the, the logical reversal of that. And I'm down with that. I think it is fucked up that trans people have to present, would ever have to pre present as this. So I'm going to call this movie not problematic and not transphobic and instead trans positive and gay positive. And that may be a unique reading of this movie, but you know what? I like to look, I like to, to find the best in things. So I'm going to call it that. And I hope people view it that way instead of like trying to label as problematic from now on. And I will give a shout out to my sister-in-law who just sent me a list of like 30 films you should watch as a horror fan. And this is one we had not done for the podcast. So I, I put it on the list. I'm sure she had nothing to, she knew nothing about this movie when she sent me that list. And, uh, 
I know she would never have tried to send us anything transphobic, so I'm going to try to make her feel better, even though she'll never listen to this podcast, that I don't feel like she sent us a transphobic movie. Not that I, as a white cis male, really have the ability to declare something transphobic or not, but I'm hoping to convince people that it isn't anyway. So there's that. I think people should watch this movie. It is it is a run of a mill run of the mill slasher most of the time, but getting to see like the the creepy gross ass chef get get not killed but basically <sighs> to the pained is is great. And then, uh, which is worse than killing him, as far as I'm concerned. And then, yeah, we're gonna call this a gay positive trans positive movie. So yay. Or I'm going to call it that at least. So watch I it. like the parts where people got killed. Yep. So, Chris, what are you watching next week? Next up is After Dot Life. As suggested by? You. Yes, because Mr. Green suggested After Death, and the first thing that popped in my head was that there was a movie called After Life, and so I threw it on the list. I don't know a whole lot about it except for as... Christina Ricci as a corpse and Liam Neeson as a dude who deals with a corpse. And that's about all I know about it. The end. He has a very specific set of skills. And apparently it's taking care of corpses. So hot, Lana. Go on. Yeah, yeah, we all know the shtick. Just say the thing. Do, required you can find bit. us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on Twitter because it's Slaughter Prince. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet web pages at slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com, store.slaughterhouseprincess.com, and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. That was good. Yay. I, this is like two in a row. I don't know if he can do it a third time. Probably well, not. Well, I was trying to make Chris uncomfortable, but I couldn't tell if it was working or not. I mean, you always make me a little uncomfortable. Fuck with there that. That was robots. Fucking Russians. <laughs> well, see, Brett, you're doing that right. Uh, broke the internet for a second. <laughs> I gotta figure out something better next week. So come back yep. next time for After Dot Life, whatever that is. Maybe we'll touch yep. noses. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Suck it!